0: Praise God. God is, God is good. Amen. How many weeks ago was the accident? Four weeks ago. Monday I got a call that, that day that, that Scott was in an accident and um, he doesn't to this day doesn't even remember what happened and uh, a woman had come along and found found him in the ditch and I guess the truck had rolled four times. He he'd been thrown out of the the vehicle and sustained, you know, uh, some major injuries and life-threatening injuries. And uh when I heard when Joyce had called me, I you know, I always go by my my heart if I have peace in my heart and and even though it was a a, a bad, horrific accident, I still had peace. And uh I want you to come, I'm going to make you come up here. you can walk. and I want everybody to stand and I want to get my get you and, and all in agreement. We've prayed and we prayed Wednesday night, but you know we should be thankful because he's part of the body. and when one part of the body suffers, the whole body suffers. But I, I'm so thankful that he's doing well now. He's lost a lot of weight because he's had his jaw wired shut. Um, they had to do put a plate in there, and, and so he hasn't really eaten. You can tell that. Um, and he's got the thing with his he has double vision. And the, the interesting thing, this kind of humor, is because he was in the hospital, and I guess he called Joyce and said, I, I've got to get to church, because there were some days he didn't even know where he was at. But he knew he had to go to church. (laughs) Now, I want to exhort you, and you listen carefully. This is just a bump in the road. This doesn't define the rest of your life. These injuries you sustain doesn't mean you're going to be the rest of your life, you're not going to accomplish anything or do anything. But the devil will sit on your shoulder and he'll speak in your ear but he's a father of lies. So don't you believe him. You believe what the word of God says. And see, the thing is, you know, you want a miracle, you got to step out of the boat. You can just float, but you got to step out of the boat. So you're going to have to do some things in the days ahead. You can sit in that trailer and you can feel sorry for yourself or you can suck it up and you can move on with your life. And you will do that in Jesus' name. You say, well, you're being hard on him. Well, he needs it. We need a pep talk once in a while. God the Father loves you. And it's evident you're here today. And you've got, and I know you're a thankful man. But the the scripture, you know, he will restore health onto you and heal you of all your wounds. That's a promise. So, you've got to hold fast to what the Word of God says. And so, you start believing in the day, every day, thank you, Father. You've delivered me, and you're restoring health to me in Jesus' name. Have that mindset. And I'll be honest the church body, you've, you've, got, to, you've got to support. You know, if you, one part of the body's hurting, then you need to be there to help them and encourage them and support them. And you have with your prayer. We need to continue that in the days ahead. So we're, I want you to extend your hands towards God. We're going to believe God today, and we've already prayed. We're believing for this vision thing. That's the main thing. He wants to drive his truck. <laughs> he wants to drive the truck. You're going to have got to earn a living. That's right. So you take one day at a time. But understand in this season, you're still in a healing season. And I know it, it's hard to be patient, but know that God's working in you. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we are so grateful and so thankful as a church for, of the miracle, Lord God, that this man has received. You're a miracle-working God. Now, Father, we believe, Lord God, in the days ahead, he's going to get stronger in spirit, in mind, will, and emotions, and especially in his physical body. We're believing, Lord God, for full restoration of this sight in Jesus' name. Lord, this double vision will cease and desist in Jesus' name, and he will see clearly. Lord God, you said he would mount up with wings as eagles. He'll run and not be weary. He'll walk and not faint in the name of Jesus. So strength, I speak, in the name of of Jesus Christ thank you Lord for we've already prayed about the finances so Lord God every day you'll meet his need spirit soul body and financially we thank you for it father in Jesus name in Jesus name amen 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 God bless you now run back to your seat now you can walk you say what well, you know sometimes you, know, you can be seated and, and, and Joyce, you're mama, and sometimes it's hard on mama, but you've got to be strong too. You've got to speak words of strength to him on a daily basis. Get a scripture. Speak a scripture to him because that's what's going to give him, you know, the strength and the life that he needs for the days ahead. God is good. amen. Amen. What subject are we on? I forgot. We're on truth. Now, I'm going to review quickly, and today I'm going to do things a little bit different. I'm going to give you a lot of Scripture. I'll read the Scriptures to you, I don't expect you to have to. You can write the Scriptures down because God's Word is. So I want to give you the, the truth. Amen. You will not die but live and declare the works of the Lord, Scott Wanzer. Truth implies certainty, stability, rightness, trustworthiness, dependability, reliability, firmness, permanence, and established. That's what it means. That's the Hebrew. In the Greek, it means Veracity, reality, sincerity, accuracy, integrity, dependability. Truth is something upon which a person may confidently stake his life. Can you stake your life on this book? Yes, we can. We said to worship God in spirit and truth emphasizes biblical integrity. It's joined to personal honesty. It's manifest in a heart of sincerity, a humble manner of transparency, and a relational integrity, meaning and being what we say. Psalm 51, 6, the Lord says, Behold, you desire truth in the inward parts, and in the hidden parts you will make me to know wisdom. David also said in Psalm 15, he says, Lord, who may abide in your tabernacle? Who may dwell in your holy hill? He who walks uprightly and works righteousness and speaks the truth in his heart. Ephesians 4, 25, therefore putting away lying, let each one of you speak truth with his men, with his neighbor, for we are all members of one another. We said God's will for you and I as believers is to discover the truth and realize he demands absolute truth in the inward parts. What do I mean by inward parts? I mean your heart. He demands absolute justice and honesty in all our dealings and all the affairs that we deal with 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 people. He expects that. And last week I talked about this truth, that we need to be God-conscious. In other words, you and I need to be aware of God all the time. We said, God the Father knows you intimately, loves you unconditionally, and is present with you wherever you are, and he's with you in every situation. Amen? You know, I I don't know about you, but you go through times, things just get a little fuzzy, you get a little distracted you know maybe you you're concerned about some things and and i i sense you know that's where you're at because i i can be there too and and you think well where's god at well he says he'll never leave you he'll never forsake you he's with you always even to the end of the age so you can't go let me say that maybe it's just for me say it's just for the preacher <coughs> Preacher, you don't go by how you feel. Some days I don't feel like a preacher. Do you feel like a worship leader every day? No. Do Do I feel excited in here today? No. I look at you, I don't get too excited. Just kidding. You can't go by how you feel. You can't go by where you're at right now. You've got to see yourself getting stronger every day, things changing, things getting better. It's so easy to focus on negative things. We've all done it, haven't we? But we need to focus on, we learned this today, we could have just had worship and gone home. We need to focus on Jesus, the living word of God. Now, I want to give you, I'm going to give you quickly ten things that are truth that represent truth and I'm going to give you the scriptures I'll read them to you you can write them down you don't need to turn there for the sake of time these are basic truths but you need to understand that this because it's foundational and then I'm going to give you uh, a few more scriptures but let's, let's start let's start with this ten things that are truth number one God the Father say God the Father Deuteronomy 32, 4 says, He is the rock, his work is perfect, for all his ways are justice, a God of truth. A God of truth and without injustice, righteous and upright is he. Say this with me My heavenly Father is a God of truth. Number two, truth is Christ. And this is. No brainer in John 14:6, Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. See, you can look to the world for truth, but ultimately, Jesus is truth, the Word, and He's the living Word of God. So, you and I need to focus on the Word in this hour. Number three, He's the Holy Spirit. John 16, 13, however, when he, the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth. And boy, do we need the Holy Spirit because he's the one that will illuminate the eyes of our understanding. We'll open the book and there'll be days that the truth will just pop out. We'll understand it. That's why you got to keep looking at it. The truth is this. Number four, God's word. John 17, 17, sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. Say, God's word is truth. You want the truth? Then you've got to get the word. You know, that's the thing. Sometimes we feel sorry for ourselves and we think, are we ever going to change? Are we ever going to make it? Are we ever going to kick this habit? And we need to look to the word of God because that's the truth. I I reflect on the fact that he began a good work in me and he's going to finish it. He started it, he's going to finish it. God's word also is referred to, or God's truth, is the gospel. Galatians 2, 5 says, I'll just read it to you. It's the truth of the gospel. So the gospel, this book right here, is truth. God's truth is also referred to as God's law in Psalm 119, 142. Your law is truth, the psalmist says. It's also referred to as commandments. Your commandments are truth. God's truth is God's covenant. In Micah seven twenty. it says, you will give truth to Jacob and mercy to Abraham, which you have sworn to our fathers from days of old. So God's covenant is a covenant of truth. And this is the one I want you to see. This is a good one. God's truth is referred to as the church. The church in 1 Timothy 3.15. But if I'm delayed, I write so that you may know how you ought to conduct yourselves in the house of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and the ground of the truth. So, if, when you come to church, you should expect to hear. And when you, the church, go outside these four walls, you should walk in. Your words should be truth. You should speak truth. Your life should represent truth. Not dishonesty, not lies, but truth. The church should be the truth. should be truthful. Now, I know that's all basic, but you need to understand that. These are all different, you know, terms for God's truth. Now, here I'm going to give you ten blessings of truth. Ten blessings of truth. Number one, it's a shield and buckler. A shield and buckler. Psalm 91 verse 4. He shall cover you with his feathers and under his wings you shall take refuge. His truce shall be your shield and buckler. See, the shield, what's the shield do, folks? Protects you from what? The fiery darts. All right. Psalm 145 18. The psalmist says, The Lord is near to all who call upon him to all who call upon him in truth so he's a shield he's a buckler to you these are all things you could you can you can rely on the fact that god's there to be your shield and buckler all right number 2 john 8:32 it says and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free truth can Keep you free from sin. The word of God, God's commandments, the gospel, whatever you want to call it, will keep you free from sin. So if if you're sinning, you need to get in the truth. Recognize it. Repent of it. Live your life according to the truth because he'll set you free from it. The word of God, the truth, will keep you free from sin. Next, it will bring sanctification. That's a big word. John 17, 17. Sanctify them, purify them, consecrate them, separate them for yourselves, make them holy by truth. Your word is truth. So this, this word right here, the truth of God's word, will sanctify you help you live a holy life. It'll keep you, you know, keep you staying clean spiritually, free from sin. Sanctify means to, to consecrate or to dedicate or to set apart. See, you and I, the church, the body of Christ, are the set-apart ones. We we live in this world, but we're not of this world. And if you'll notice how much corruption is out there in the world, contamination is out there in the world. And if you rub shoulders with the world all day and you're not in the book, you're not in the word, you're not living your life according to God's commandments, you're not in the truth, then you're going to have a hard time being set apart. See, the, the thing is today... You can't tell a believer from an unbeliever. And it shouldn't be that way. We shouldn't act like the world, should we? Shouldn't talk like the world, think like the world. But you know, when you get it when you're like that, things are fuzzy and you're in a gray area. You know, we're light. We represent light and life. So the people should look at you and your life, and see something. What should they see? Jesus, the truth. The truth, one blessing, another blessing is salvation. Ephesians 1.13, it says, In him, You also trusted after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom, having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Do you remember the day when you received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? What did you hear? The truth. What what led you to salvation? The truth. What led you to the baptism of the Holy Ghost? The truth. How many blessings have you received as a result of the truth? The truth also will bring strength and stability. In Ephesians 6 and verse 13 and 14, it states, Stand therefore having girded your waist with the truth. The belt of truth was the most important, and and maybe you wouldn't agree with this, but... If you study this, the most important part of the armor was the belt. In fact, I, 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 have, to have, cert, certain, I have to wear a belt with certain breeches, or my pants fall down. I'm skinny. But this is what held everything together. Where'd the sword go? On the belt. where did they rest? They had a thing that would rest the shield. On the belt, so if you have no truth, you know, no belt, that loin belt, everything falls away, and you're susceptible to being killed. That's why, you know, it's referred to as the belt of truth. It was the most important part of the Roman soldier's armor. The loin belt of truth is the written word of God. So if you not, I do not have, if we don't have that in our life, everything's going to fall apart. And this is is a year, I'll be honest with you, this is the year of, of recognizing the truth. Not so much about your mate, not so much about somebody else in the church, but it's about you. What's the truth about yourself, your own life? You know, God knows. You know. And we have to recognize those things in our life, be truthful and honest with ourselves and deal with them. How many have got? You need to raise your hand. How many got areas in your life you're dealing with and you don't like it and you want to want it out of your life? Well... We need to be truthful and and recognize what it is and deal with it. This is the year of dealing with it. And sometimes it isn't easy to deal with it. But if you know the truth, the knowledge of the truth will set you free. So the truth will bring strength and it will bring stability. If you don't have any stability in your life, then you have no truth. If you don't have strength in your life, then you don't have truth. You don't have the word. If you and I are going to be strong, and do we need to be strong in these last days? Yes. That was a horrific thing, what happened to that Baptist church in Texas. Thank God for a neighbor that knew what he was doing. But, but you know... The truth is this, not not everybody's prepared. What I'm trying to say is we need to be prepared. We need to face the hour in which we live. These are dangerous times. We prepare for it. In fact, we're getting ready next year. We're going to have a tactical team, security team come and And work with with our ushers work, work with a a handful of people to be prepared. God forbid that would happen, but wouldn't you rather be prepared? Wouldn't you rather have somebody that knew what to do in a situation like that? That's why you have cameras that's why are, we tell our ushers to be alert. In fact, they're back there is what Brad says. They're supposed to be looking at the phone, watching the cameras to see what's going on. Now, you can just pretend, well, God will take care of us. He'll protect us. But see, God gave you and I a brain. He gave you and I common sense to know if things in this world are going on in this hour, then we need to prepare for it. And, you know, we don't want to think the worst all the time and be looking over our shoulder, that'd be terrible. How can you worship God when you're looking over your shoulder wondering if somebody's going to get you? But if you know you've got leadership and you've got a staff that's prepared and trained to know what to do. See, we need to be truthful and honest with ourselves. If you're in credit oh I'm getting off on a tangent. If you're if you're living your life, I, I know people now, not in this church, that their lives are so bound up with credit card debt it's unbelievable. You need to face the truth and get out of debt. When did we start talking about getting out of debt? How many years ago has that been? My <laughs> long time. And see, the one of the, 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 and this is the truth, we've got to understand because we're not there yet, how important the church is in these last days. That's the truth. So it brings strength and stability. It brings the new birth. James 1.18, of his own will he brought us forth by the word of truth that we might be a kind of first fruits of his creature's it also brings, truth brings soul purification, soul pure. How do you keep your minds renewed? The washing of the water of the word. First Peter one twenty two. it says, since you've purified your souls in obeying the truth. I, well, I could go off on that, obeying the truth. How many of you as believers know the truth? Raise your hands if you know the truth. I'm setting you up. How many of you obey the truth every day? Don't raise your hands. you got to know it, but you've got to obey it. You've got to do what it says. Since you've purified your souls in obeying the truth through the spirit and sincere love of the brethren, how many love the brethren or just love certain ones? Love one another fervently with a pure heart. So there's the truth purif- brings purification, purifies you. Deal helps you keep your mind clean, thinking the right thoughts. That's what I was, you know, admonishing Scott. It's the Word. You've got to look at the Word. What's the Word say about my life and restoring health to me? It's not just about what the doctor says. What's the truth say? A couple more. The, The truth will preserve you. Psalm 40, verse 11. Do not withhold your tender mercies from me, O Lord. Let your loving kindness and your truth continually preserve me, continually protect me, continually watch over me and guard me. Isn't it good to know that that God's word protects you? Ephesians 4.15, truth brings growth. scripture says, but speaking the truth in love may grow up in all things into him who is the head Christ. So the truth will bring growth, especially truth that's obeyed and truth that's acted upon. If you recognize areas in your life right now that need change, then acting upon that truth, doing something about it will bring spiritual growth. Last one, it brings knowledge, knowledge. First Timothy 2.4 says, God the Father says, who desires all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. This is a year, this is an hour, this is a season where we need to be truthful. Yeah, we need to be truthful with other people, and, but we need to be truthful and honest with ourselves. Amen? I Remind me, I've got something I want you to get um, everyone a copy of, and we can go online and get it. You won't have to type it. And I want to get this, in fact, I want to get this to you this week. This is a a chapter out of one of my devotionals by Rick Renner. And the reason I want you to have it this week is because we're going to partake of communion next Sunday. Okay? And I want you to look at this, and I'll get it to you, and maybe we can email it to a lot of you. If you need a copy, I'll give it to you on Wednesday night. And I'll tell you what. When I read this, it really <laughs> made me think. And it's about examining your heart. And this falls in line, what I'm, what I'm telling you right now, is being truthful about where we're at. So I'll get that to you. And please, if I get it to you, will you read it? And I don't mean just read it, but take time and ask the Holy Spirit to open your eyes to, to see the areas in your life where you need to be more honest and truthful. And then when we come together for communion, you'll be ready for, oh, you read this, <laughs> you'll be ready for communion. Is that all right? We well, are coming and uh, partake of communion, the Lord's Supper next Sunday. Amen. Let's stand our feet this morning. I know I gave you a lot of scriptures, and it was pretty simplistic, but I gave you the truth. Sometimes you don't need to just hear me. You need to hear the scriptures, and I always try to do that. Father, we thank you. Jesus, you're the truth. My prayer this morning for the people of Harvest Church is that, Lord God, as they read this devotion this week, It'll help them prepare their hearts for communion next Sunday. Holy Spirit, speak to all of our hearts the truth. And Lord God, let us believe it, obey it, act upon it. In Jesus' name.